Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the '90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the '90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90 scom slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. It's 902-1-O-N-G. With Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Hello, 90210-OMGers. Um, it's another episode of 90210, but today it's a little bit different because I am here just with my friend, Amy Sugarman, <laughs> and we are sans Tori. She's out today. We miss her very much, but the show must go on. So here we are. I don't know what we're doing. we didn't want to recap the next episode. Oh, because, yeah. That was a good Because I watched one. it already. There's Me important, too. There's important Tori yeah. stuff. We're so ready. We for the next episode, but we're going to wait. So we're doing something special today that you know maybe a little, but you don't totally know. You guys are surprising me. Is there a cake involved? No. And unfortunately, <sighs> I don't it. know if you're going to like, I think you'll like it, but I don't know if you're going to love it as much as we would love a cake. I think you'll <laughs> yeah. like it though. It's going to be hard to top so, a cake for me. So what we wanted to do is do, even though we're, we're in season four, right? So we're only going to do it really through season four. Mm-hmm. A deep dive into Kelly, 
where you sort of step out of yourself and you're going to really look like bird's eye view onto Kelly. Cause I've got a bunch of questions. Ah, (laughs) (laughs) the first one being, do you like Kelly? So for everybody listening, we're going to really dive deep and we've got fans and listeners coming on with their questions. And we got some fans that consider themselves Kelly experts where I have questions for all of you. Okay. 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 This is going to be fun. Yeah, I think it's cool. Like, I, I actually wish that I was a therapist because I think that would have added to it or if we found a therapist. But my Wait, first question. Is this going to be like therapy? I think so. But you <gasps> have to God. sort of be both because you're Jenny and Kelly. So you I have am, to really look at it through Kelly eyes and Jenny. So my first question for Jenny. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's me. Up until season four. So we're only going, you can't like try to think past it. Do you like Kelly? Do you like her right now? Yes. I like her. I think she's a good friend minus the little thing, you know, the, the Dylan and Brenda thing. Yeah, other than that. <laughs> other she than is that. A good friend. I think she's a good friend. I think she's learning so much about herself. I mean, that that age that she is is so hard to navigate anyway. I think she's doing the best she can given her circumstances where she came from, her mom and you know, the, her dad leaving her. There's a lot yeah. of trauma in this girl's life. There's a lot of baggage. And so I think I, we I feel gloss like she's over doing... that so much. We gloss over the fact that she really doesn't have a father figure. And her mother was like a major drug addict. Right. Her mother was obsessed with herself. She was, mm-hmm. you know, in, you know, a model. She was all about her. She was all into the drugs and the parties and all of that, but she just had this little girl kind of attached to her, I think, for the whole ride. I think Kelly yeah. probably saw way more than she should have as a young girl mm-hmm. and grew up way too fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I sort of was thinking all about this last night. It's like, even though the quote blended family went well, right? Like the, David and, and Kelly became siblings and Aaron comes along. We don't even take into account how complicated that is. Like they they gloss over it a little bit. I mean, it 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 reared its head at times, but like that's a major life change for a teenager too that I actually think Kelly handled well. I feel like she was well versed in challenges at that point. Like she had had so much stuff that had gone down with her. And I feel like when she, you know, she, I don't think she was ever on board for the whole Jackie and Mel situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like uh, she just didn't get it because nobody got it apparently. Right. And, and rightfully so. They didn't get it, but Mel and Jackie <laughs> didn't even get it. <laughs> but um, I think she was more, she was excited about having a family, having mm-hmm. some sort of sense of security and that like, you know, something to tie her down to the ground and keep her, you know, mm-hmm. in her in her body, you know, like on this planet, because she was just kind of all over the place. And mm-hmm. I feel like that family, that family sort of structure was really good for her. And she liked having a brother. She loved having like a, you know, a stepbrother, Dave, David, mm-hmm. Dave, I called him Dave. <laughs> your husband. That's, That's your husband. fine. Oops. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, yeah, she liked having a stepbrother. And then, of course, you know, who doesn't want to have a cute little baby? I mean, it's weird because Kelly, it's funny because Kelly is 17, 18, and the baby came around that age, right? Mm-hmm. I have daughters the same age as Kelly who just got a brand new baby I know. I know. mixed Such into their lives. If Isn't life wild? doesn't imitate art, who knows? I mean, it is so true. It's like, and I know you've been navigating that. And it's not just unicorns and rainbows. Mm-mm. No, it's, there's, there's a, a lot of emotions from a lot of different people at all times. And navigating all that is really tricky. When did you have that moment where you're like, oh my God, my kids are living in a similar, obviously very different situation to what you went through it with this character just now <laughs> right it's here really, it's really interesting do you know mm-hmm, what i mean like mm-hmm. obviously yeah i didn't even think about it know, i didn't put the things together until just now so many years ago 20 plus years ago when you had your started having kids like you never would have ever envisioned you know co-parenting and all these things that kelly actually experienced yeah, and now being able to to have seen it through, you know, a young person's eyes by playing Kelly, and now I'm still continuing to see it through my young daughter's eyes and feel all the feelings that they're going through. But I'm also seeing it through Jackie's eyes now and mm-hmm. feeling all the things that Jackie is feeling. So I got a lot of feelings. It's 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 almost ironic we're having this conversation today instead of. In, two, in a week after, because in the next episode, don't you spoil see, it? I won't, but we see so much of actually w- what a good and very emotionally invested mother Jackie is, and what an amazing sibling Kelly is. So we really, it's almost like a, mm-hmm. a good, whatever the word is, fortuitous. I don't know what the future, how you say the future. But it's like you you see some of what we're talking about really come to fruition mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the next episode. It, cool. It's, it's weird. It's cool. It's yeah. weird for sure, but it's cool because, I mean, life is like that. You, you've got to have some way of dealing with stuff. Like you learn along the way. And if you don't take those tools and those little lessons that you've learned, however you've learned them, I learned them on TV, mm-hmm. but <laughs> they're still applicable right. to real life because these characters were so based in real, real people. Um, so if you don't and take all that stuff with evolved, you. Yeah. And as mm-hmm. the time evolved, you became more the same person. Yeah, maybe not Kelly and me. You mean, yeah, yeah, we, Jenny and Kelly. As the years mm-hmm. went on, as we're getting into season five, six, seven, eight, yeah, you yeah. start to really merge, Mer- more. morph. Yeah, I mean, I know we have people <laughs> waiting, so I'll I'll ask one more question. Well, okay, two more questions, really fast. What would be three words you would use to describe Kelly? Oh God, what you sh- you could have given me these questions beforehand, Sugarman. Um, okay. Like three words. That's so hard. I feel like she is very compassionate. Mm -hmm. She is an empath. Yes. Um, For sure. She gets very invested in her friends and and cares Mm -hmm. so deeply about whatever they're going through. Mm -hmm. Hmm. One, another word that, I mean, she's begrudgingly trust trusting like Mm -hmm. 
her nature is to trust people, but she keeps yeah, she getting hurt. Creepy Sears for a minute. <laughs> she she trusted sucks. her dad, you know? Yeah. She trusted her mom so many times and that ball was mm-hmm. dropped. She wants to be a very trusting person, but she's been thrown some curveballs in that area. What's another word? Hmm. I like those words. I I I spent a lot of I, I did get the questions ahead of time. So <laughs> two words for me that really describe because I always think, why do I like Kelly? Right. Especially since so many people are like Team Brenda and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Kelly is complicated, which I like. Mm-hmm. She's not the one note. She's not, she's not just what you thought in the first episodes. Pretty popular, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the cool girl. That's a good she's word. Complicated. She's complicated. And I also find her to be evolving. She is really evolving and and finding herself, which we will play this one clip because as we go to the callers, how could you not? which I find that she's evolving so much, which is why I think I choose me resonated so much because the Kelly, we first met, I almost get like chills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. It's like my whole body's like that. Kelly, when we first met her would have never, ever said that. No, that Kelly that we first met was so timid and, and scared and skeptical. Like she was all the things that aren't going to serve her best moving forward. I feel like, yeah. Yeah. And she was definitely like pigeonholed into this, um, the stereotype that everybody had of her and she bought into it and she believed it too until she didn't. Mm -hmm. Complicated. Thus the evolving. Hey everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin and their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important. Don't you think their infinity waterproof eyebrow liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look and their easy to use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics. C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. Want to temporarily restore definition in your jawline where it's been lost over time? With Juvederm Volux XC, you can get a non-surgical jawline treatment that adds volume for a smooth contour and to reduce the appearance of jowls in one in-office treatment with little downtime. 
Juvederm Volux XC injectable gel is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops. Timeless 14 karat gold jewelry and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. So Tanya, you've met before. Tanya was on another one of our episodes and this is her sister, Leah. And I texted them last night (laughs) because I wanted to get fans, real fans, to find out what they think of Kelly. Right. And to be able to say it to you. So why don't we just start with that for for Leah and Tanya? What is it that resonates with you guys about Kelly? What do you like about her? And don't be afraid to tell Jenny what you dislike about her. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, well, one of the things that I loved so much about Kelly's character, like arc, was that no matter what she went through, she handled it with grace. She handled it with dignity. She showed her vulnerability and she showed real growth. And I know like for TV, it, part of that was just for the drama of the show and whatnot. But for young women watching, it was really, you know, inspirational for us to see Mm -hmm. her do that. So yeah, that's so cool. That's one of the things that I loved most about her. Um, You know, she felt a connection with Dylan and she messed up the entire friend group because of it. But in the end, you know, she was able to repair those friendships and the whole, the whole friend group bond stayed together. 
So I, you know, I think they put her through a lot of different things, but in the end, it was about her just being vulnerable and her growing from each and every experience that she went through. And I'll just piggy, piggyback off of that saying, I didn't even really like, I was, I was team Brenda when I first oh. saw the show, <laughs> to, be, to be honest, because <laughs> okay. I was a brunette right? and okay. I was always the new kid. My family and I traveled every two mm. to four years, we'd move around. So I was very, sense. I mm. understood where, where she was coming from. Yeah. But as she has, wa- as I have watched it again and again, I'm now more team Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's interesting. interesting. Yeah. Why? What? Because of the journeys that she. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. That character went through the most out of everyone on yeah. the show. And I think the biggest, the drastic, the drastic, um, drastic experiences and the, the biggest transformation of every, out of anyone. Yes. Like nobody liked Kelly in the beginning. She was a, rich, stuck up, spoiled, entitled. But by the end, you see, wow, she's one of the best friends of everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She also was there the longest. I felt like you you yeah. really got to see her really grow through the whole show. Yeah. Um, and then let I mean, let's also talk about like her fashion. Like th- that was something Good to point. really look at, like her be- amazing clothes. You wanted those clothes. <laughs> um, and I just, yeah, I think we talked a lot about this, her, my sister and I, about how she just really you really felt for her in every episode. It just kept, mm-hmm. you kept feeling more and more strongly for her. Empathy. And as an adult, I feel that more yeah. than I did back then. <laughs> I think I'm so I glad you brought up the fashion too, because I think it is, there is something like they use the word these days. Um, what's that word they use on social media? Inspirational. And like, yeah. aspirational. Aspiration. Yeah. Aspirational. Yeah. Aspiration. <laughs> I don't even know what the difference is, you guys. Thank God we have the, All right. Jenny here who's, who knows the, the TikTok. So it's funny when you say the clothes, like we're, we're, we're talking about her in such a deep way. But at the same time, it's like, that's why we watched the show. That's a bunch why of pretty people in fancy cars and fancy clothes. Like, And you wanted that. So I do mm-hmm. think that doesn't belittle the character. It actually yeah. is such an important aspect of why this show, 30 years later, we're all like, like it yeah. wasn't hard yeah, to no. text people yeah. and go on Instagram to find people to come on today. Everyone's like, pick me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, show, yeah, yeah, like yeah. the 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 Beverly Hills of it all and the scenery of that like beautiful place and all the other beautiful people and the cars and the makeup and the hair and the clothes. Yep. Everybody wanting they wanted to see that because there was no internet back then. They hadn't. Right, right. If you lived in, you know. Ohio, you had no idea what it was like in Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. So getting to see that was so exciting for people. And right. I didn't really even think about that until yeah. I became an older person able to think along to deeper levels. But I feel like now I really understood why it was such a hit with people. I mean, I gosh, was- I grew up overseas in different countries. Um and I didn't know anything about Beverly Hills or mm-hmm. LA at all. So it was mm-hmm. so, oh, that's what I'm getting into. Um, obviously, I moved here a, f- a few years ago, and it's not like that exactly everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask Leah how long it took for you to overcome, and I'm using these words, obviously, I know we're talking about TV show, I'm not crazy, but what <laughs> happened with Kelly and Dylan when you were team Brenda, like how long before you as a fan forgave her and <sighs> liked her again? I mean, I was rooting for the Brenda-Dylan relationship so hard. I mean, oh my gosh, I just loved him Mm -hmm. and I wanted them together so bad because I Mm -hmm. loved her. But I think once you really figure, see, visually see like, wow, Kelly and Dylan just had had the chemistry, this amazing chemistry that he didn't have with Brenda. 
I think Brenda was great as friends with Dylan. They were great friends eventually. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I, so I think you just over time you see that you see that relationship. And obviously, like spoiler alert, uh, Jenny like. Brandon is, you know, the real one. I think I'm glad you said that too, because I think there's so much Jenny and Luke in yeah. yes, Kelly yes. and Dylan. Definitely. And it's like, I know Jenny mm-hmm. very well. And I had the, the great luck fortune of meeting Luke Perry a few uh-huh. times. And you do see that you're like, well, maybe she talks that about is it on the podcast so much too. So now it's like, oh, that chemistry was real. Like you guys, you maybe could have had a moment in real life. You know, you kind of alluded to that a little bit on the podcast. You had it, you had an amazing friendship and you've talked about that. So it's like, as a Kelly fan from the beginning, I never switched teams. I was always <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> um, it's like, oh, that's so nice. They got along in real life and they had a special bond and a special connection. And that came through, that came through on the show. For yeah, sure. I'm so mm-hmm. glad. I'm, yeah. yeah. Being able to have that relationship with him was, uh, I was, you know, so lucky to be able to work with him and be his friend. And um, yeah. I, I'm just really grateful for that whole experience. I saw a TikTok last night, weirdly, of Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, Leo. uh-huh. Like I know him, Leah, <laughs> talking about Luke Perry. Really? And how coming up in Hollywood and how Luke Perry was like at that time, James Dean, he mm-hmm. said. Yeah. I don't want to get it wrong, but I'm paraphrasing, but just talking yeah, about I've how he was such a superstar and yeah. not just like famous, but like the way mm-hmm. he, you know, had that energy, that star energy, and how everyone looked up to him and admired him. And it's it was like quality that they talk about, right? He had that it quality. And he was such a beautiful man. He was so <laughs> handsome. Oh my God. So yeah. But and, and behind his eyes, there you like you said before, there was a complication behind his eyes. There was some sort of intrigue that you wanted to know, like what is going yeah. on in there? Mm-hmm. Why are you the way you are? Mm-hmm. I had such a in, in my own head last night trying to figure out like who is the leader of this group, right? Like, you know, in most like popular groups in high school, not so much in college, but in high school, for sure, there's always sort of the, the leader. And it's like, is the leader Dylan? Is it Brandon? Is it Kelly? I'm never clear. I always <laughs> felt like it was Brandon. Brandon. Yeah. But each episode, it kind of changed, right? Yeah. yeah. Story. The A storyline that he was kind of the leader of the pack that, that episode, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think in five more seasons, six more seasons, if we had this conversation <laughs> again, I think we would say Kelly. Maybe I think uh, by the end of the series, it definitely is. <laughs> Look at your face. You're like, exciting. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to watch it. <laughs> Hang in there. Hang in there. Tonight. <laughs> Did you, you guys watch it together? Was it ever like sisters when, yeah. when oh, Leah yeah. was team Kelly and Leah well, was remember, team Brenda? Remember, I used to record it and send it to her overseas. So on a VHS, you would send. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. When the DVD set came out, we definitely have watched Mm -hmm. many of episodes together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so fun. I know. Yeah. So full disclosure, I am very good friends with Tanya. And so we text, obviously, lots of things about the show, (laughs) about the podcast. And like, what do you like? What do you not like? What do we need to do? (laughs) Good. We need you. Interesting is I have a handful of friends that literally could teach a college class 
on this show, which I'm sure there is in one of these colleges. Like good, bad, and the ugly, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. The, our age group, we've watched that show. Like I'm saying, we because I really feel like I know our fan base so well. Mm-hmm. The people that watched that show were so committed to it. You had to commit to yeah. watching it because it was on once a week and it yep. was on a certain time and you had to be yep. there. And if you weren't there, you missed it. Mm-hmm. 100%. Right. Right. And when, and young people, when they commit to something like that, that they're actually interested in or that makes them feel something or gives them a mm-hmm. voice, they, that forever that they'll remember that those characters forever. Yeah, gives them a yeah. voice. Somebody totally. was talking about how, like, there are things you learned back when we were teenagers from 90210 mm-hmm. that, that was like real life shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. don't, yeah. don't do this. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know? Don't do crystal meth. I'm learning right <laughs> yeah. now from David. That's not good. Join a cult. Right. Oh boy. So much. But yeah, okay. I mean, you really do have to give some credit. I, I wish Tori was here to Aaron Spelling for oh. being so extraordinarily brilliant to like, yeah. and Darren Starr, of course, too. Like, of course. And Aaron actually, Starr. he's so prolific still. It's really interesting. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Ahead, of their, ahead of their time, really. really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also our showrunners from day one, Chuck Rosen and his wife, Karen. They, and then, of course, Steve and Jessica. I mean, Fine. yeah, they yeah. lived and breathed these characters and they meant so much to them. And Chuck, I mean, he really, really put everything he had into the show. And mm-hmm. you can feel it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Oh, mm-hmm. and, sure. and luckily he had, you know, he had Aaron watching from his offices and, and Darren watching from his desk, you know, and everybody working together to make something that was memorable for people. Mm-hmm. 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 Totally. Yeah. Um, you always forget the boots on the ground. The boots credit on the, the ground. People, the exactly. boots on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. There's a whole behind the scenes cast, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Well, there was something else that we were talking about in regards to Kelly specifically is that she was kind of like the first, first of like share clueless or mean girls, like yeah. the first of that, that those kind of female characters. characters. Yeah. Um, that, I mean, I don't know if like Heather's, was that before mm-hmm. 90210? I don't around know. the same time. I around think. the same time. Yeah. yeah. Around the same time. <laughs> there seemed to be a flock of those types of characters, but it's interesting because we also were saying Kelly came across in mm. those first couple of episodes right. as like, you were saying the rich girl yeah. sort of bitchy sort of you know stuck up and then all of a sudden she wasn't that anymore you know like her story came out and then the fact that she'd been with steve or whatever but then she like leveled out and i think mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. where the twins the twins came in and it was supposed to be obviously a show about brenda and brandon and then it was this group of friends and each mm-hmm. each, mm-hmm. each friend kind of led the that particular storyline or yeah. whatever yeah um and i like i love seeing kelly and her vulnerable sense oh yeah i love that yeah. it was refreshing like oh yeah. wow you're not perfect yeah awesome. you're not perfect yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i think it was so much more fun to get to play um originally the bad girl the bitch you know the spoiled whatever i yeah. knew that that was those were my marching orders but i know that if you sit down with me for five minutes, you know that I, that's, there's more to the story. Mm-hmm. And so I think that the producers and the writers and everybody involved were really leaned into that and said, oh, there's so much m- more we Good can, more. Just, yeah. yeah, let's explore what, mm-hmm. what's going right. on. Mm-hmm. 
in the yeah. not, and, and like a representation of a young girl, girl yeah. her age, like super confused and super in over her head and out of water, you know, all mm-hmm. the things that young girls, especially then were now we're sure. all, all, you know, we all know way too much too early, right. but she was right. just figuring it out as she went. Well, we all benefited from that. So I'm glad that they, they let you <laughs> yeah. do that because we got to see all different sides of Kelly. So I'm that glad. Was- I'm so glad we'll, we'll let them go, but I I'm so glad they brought up the relationship with Steve because I think that it's one of the things that really stands out about Kelly and Uh we were saying loyal and she had that past with him, which we never really were privy to. We just know that it happened. And I think we see the importance of that, the significance of that, the loyalty you have even come out with, you know, what happened at the keg house with the, you know, loony girl that said, it's like, you realize that, no matter what, Kelly is going to be loyal to these yeah. people. Yeah. Is, mm-hmm. e- even if it's an ex-boyfriend, she is going to be fierce about it. Right. And they were great <laughs> friends. Steve and Kelly were really good friends too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You so, have always. It's so no, weird you as you say that because like, maybe I learned that from Kelly. Maybe I, because I am an extremely loyal person, like loyal to a fault. And yeah. I, I, I'm wondering just now, like, where did I learn that? That must be one of the places that I learned that from because yeah. I, that I was modeling it for myself. For sure. The character. I, I can even in my mind see them dancing at the prom and they yeah. always have that connection. And mm-hmm. and I don't know if it was Jenny and Ian or mm-hmm. just Kelly and C, but like the chemistry and connection. And it is a different chemistry than with Luke. It's much more of mm-hmm. this friend, right. not Eddie, quite but- like brother, Alex. sister, but like friend. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely oh, yeah. Jenny yeah. and I, and we, that's our relationship. And uh-huh. they, they, they really just kind of wrote what they saw. I mean, even it, whatever they wrote, we played it in a way that was through our eyes and, you know, so it has so much of us in it. So that's definitely Right, because they can't write those facial expressions. Right. <laughs> yeah. I find it so interesting that even now as, I mean, an adult woman in your very early fifties, you're right. learning. So much of what you experienced on that show, you gr- you drew from in your real life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I that's so interesting to me as an as an actor that that's what you do because how could you not? You spent so many waking hours working on that mm-hmm. show and becoming you know such good friends and having such good connections and relationships with these people that wow, you're looking back and going, God, yeah. where did that from? I must <laughs> you know you're connecting all. <laughs> I'm learning so much by watching the show back. It's crazy. I never thought doing 90210 OMG would be like therapy for me. It's been so (laughs) cathartic. And like, I've just had a different perspective on so many things and then was able to, like you say, parlay that into my real life and say, wow, that's interesting. Wow. Yeah. I love it. Mm -hmm. Well, we really appreciate you. you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Happy birthday, Leah. Happy birthday. Talk to you guys soon. So fun. All right. Bye. Take care. Bye. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What 
advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So then Ricky's next, Jenny. Oh, my gosh. To have a sister like that. And this one, I don't know what Ricky's going to say. Wouldn't it be fun? I know. Aren't they cute? They're so cute. cute. They love this show. Like, they both do. Ricky. Bye. Um, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Of course. Thank you for now, being Ricky, with where us. are you calling from? Because do I hear an accent? Yes. Would you now, are you guess? live? Are you live from there or where are you calling? I'm live. Yeah, I'm in Australia. I know. Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't know you were actually in Australia. I mean, you can hear your you can hear the Australian. Wow. What <laughs> is what is what time is it? Is it what that, time is it there? Is it a normal time? Uh, it- it's just gone past eight o'clock in the morning. Okay. Not oh too bad. God. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. That actually worked out perfectly. So, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. We'll have at it. Ask. We're telling what you. What do you got for me? What do you want to ask? Bad. You can say the bad of Kelly. Tell me. The good. <laughs> anything. I've got plenty, but um, I'm sure you've got uh, time limits. Um, well, so I, I guess it's more sort of, you know, um, back of house stuff, if that's okay. It's not about Kelly herself. Sure. Um, I'm, what I'm really actually curious about, surprisingly, is, um, 
your relationship with Kathleen Robertson, um, just because I I really love the college years and especially the beach apartment times with the three girls. Um, mm-hmm. I just loved their dynamic and and everything. Um, and we just heard a few times how close Kathleen and Tori were. I'm just wondering if you and Kathleen were more co-workers than friends or, you know, if, if there was a good friendship there and um, if you had any uh, fun or interesting stories from your time working with her. Were you having babies at that what point? Year? I was just wondering what yet. year yeah, did like, she come in on the show? Like, uh, she I think about another to year. In early. season four or five? Yeah, you're, you're actually only a few episodes away from meeting her. Really? Yeah, I thought she yeah, comes I don't want to spoil se- for you, I guess. I'm so excited. In season five, but is it at the end of four? She makes a few appearances in four. Okay. And then she really comes in in, in five. Well, it's interesting. Nobody's really ever asked me this question or, or asked me about well, I was hoping to ask questions as well that you maybe had heard before too. Yeah, so. Good one. Um, no, you, you kind of nailed it. I was a, more of a castmate with Kathleen than a good friend. Um, I think she and Tori gravitated towards one another. They were closer. Um, but I always really loved working with her and loved, you know, we, it was always a good time. I know that. And um, she was just a great, solid person and had a great work ethic, uh, which I really loved working with. And um, that, yeah, it, it didn't go much further than that, to be honest with you. In my recollection, I hope I'm not wrong. <laughs> hope we didn't hang out all the time and I'm forgetting it. <laughs> but <laughs> wait, do you, what year did you get married to Peter? Me? I was yeah. married before Peter. So. I know, but what year did you get married to Peter? Ooh, to, mm-hmm. I don't not know. Not during not during 90210 or mm, during that? No. It was actually, you know what? Right I think I know it was 2001. <laughs> oh okay. okay. Thank so God was, Ricky's here. <sighs> so it was towards the end. <laughs> That's so sad, but sorry. No, it's, it's I, I, I've forgotten these things. 2001. Okay. What was the date, Ricky? I have, was it in January? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I only remember because I was, I was only like 14 or 15 at the time. I remember it was on Entertainment Tonight. It's like yeah. coming up some celebrity wedding. I was like, I'll tell you something no one I don't even care about. And I just remember it was you with that oh, incredible hairdo. That, that booty um, hair. <laughs> Hey, Ricky, did like, oh, you watch okay. 90210 in Australia? Yes. I mean, I was only four or five when it actually started, but okay. my oldest was 16, so she would watch it, and I was sort of forced to watch it in that sense. Mm-hmm. And I, I have a very specific memory of being about seven years old, and I remember this guy, Dylan, had to choose between the brunette and the blonde, and for some reason this mm-hmm. little seven-year-old boy was like, I want him to choose the blonde, and... <laughs> Luckily for me, he did. So, <laughs> and here we are. Oh my God! Wait, so keep going. I want to hear your next question that maybe Jenny's never heard before. Um. Well, so I, I know that it's hard for actors to watch themselves back and, um, you know, have a look at their work. Um, but now that we're about, well, you're about a third of the way through watching, you know, Nine Twenty itself. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, how are you finding it? Are you looking at? Are you seeing things? You're like, oh, I wish I deliver that differently or interpret that differently or are you know that's I'm really proud of how I've done that I think that's exactly what was right for the character mm. etc like how is it now watching your work back all these years later uh, I mean that's a good question again uh I lo- I don't like watching my current self now like I don't watch what I'm doing right now but watching that young girl do this show is so much fun for me because 
it's as if it's a different person, but I do have this really like motherly sort of connection with her in a weird way because she was so young and so green and so naive and so just like really thrown into this crazy world of fame and, you know, all the things that came along with being on the show. I feel like watching Kelly, um, watching myself play Kelly, I'm really proud of her. I'm really, Mm. I'm proud of what I was able to do as an actress with absolutely no training to speak of and no experience really. Um, And that really, I think, it taught me to sort of act in a, in a way where it's it's more about organic, real feelings through the character's body, image, wardrobe, makeup, all those things. So, like, I, fe- I, f- I feel what Kelly's going through. And I think that that is a testament to, even though I had no idea what I was doing, to my ability to play her that way, you know? And I'm just so grateful that... Um, they let me do that, <laughs> just, you know, that, that's, that's where I learned. Sort of going off that as well then, like, I mean, you guys were doing over 30 episodes a, a, see, a year. Crazy, um, by the way. The amount oh, yeah. of episodes is just nuts. Yeah. Sorry. It was like child labor, weird boss <laughs> being broken somewhere. I mean, like, that would include, like, you know, like the doubles that you've mentioned. And I'm, I can only imagine how much, um, you know, uh, promotional things you had to do for the show and everything as well. How was it working like mm-hmm. that? Like, did, was it just so quick? Like, we don't have time for another take. We don't have time to really look at this scene and, and research, you know, especially as the years went on, you, your character went through so much that was it hard? Were you wanting to do more research or preparation than time allowed? Oh, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> especially with like the meteor stuff that I had to do, you know, all the crazy things that Kelly went through. Um, I would have loved a little more time to prepare, but it was literally read the script get it memorized, show up on set, do your job, go back, memorize something else and do that. You know, we never had any time for any rehearsal to speak of or like any, you know, sitting around talking about the characters. There was none of that. We were really just flying by the seat of our pants. Yeah. Um, sorry, one more, Rick, you got one that's going to stump her. Try one, try, try one more. That's okay. just, I, none of us. I'm, not into, I'm right into like the, the gospel side of things and everything, but mm-hmm. um. And, and you may not want to answer this, and that's absolutely fine. I understand it's no one who does. Well, now I um, hope she does. <laughs> um, Jenny's so, scared. <laughs> there was an actor that was cast as your love interest in the seventh season um, that both you and Larry Mullen have mentioned that you didn't enjoy working with. Who was it? And who was it? Dalton <laughs> James. Uh, how do you play? I think it was when you and Tori were promoting Mystery Girls. And mm-hmm. I remember it was on YouTube. I saw you playing. It was like a 90210 game where you both had to oh. put photos of your boyfriends in order. And I remember you came across this came one and said, oh, <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah. Does that ring a bell? It's so weird because I honestly can't, like, remember any, like, weird thing I had with him. Or, like, I didn't dislike him in that I can recall. Maybe there just wasn't chemistry. Yeah, I think that that was more oh, it. That it, I just didn't feel like a fit for Kelly, and so maybe he wasn't my fave. You know, it's so funny, and I know I'm obviously I'm not answering the question because what the hell do I know? But like, when we were about to interview Paul Johansson, we all were like, "Oh my god, 
because John Sears sucks so bad Mm -hmm. that you get confused. You're like, okay, but Paul Johansson was like amazing. And he's such a nice, cool guy. And he was such a great guest and everyone loved him. And like, it was so much fun and he was amazing that I do think, and even I like have interviewed Paul a million times. I even was like, oh, John Sears. Oh, right. I wonder what what was Dalton's character? Like what? I wonder if his character sucked. All right. Well, I remember when his character was supposed to be, you know, a a good combination of Brandon and Dylan because Kelly was between them sort of at the time. And I I never saw that sort of, you know, Brandon Dylan about him. But um, anyway, I was just sort of, yeah, curious, but that, that's absolutely fine. Thank you, know you for that. so funny. And I know I'm getting, I'm getting over my skis, but the two guest stars that always stand out to me, or I don't know if they were guest stars or like semi-regulars, whatever you call it, Jamie Walters. Mm-hmm. And then the cutie that I always say his name, ah, his name's out of my head, but the dates, I think Donna, like that cutie, I think he was like, oh, the fireman? which one? No, the before fireman. that. Oh my God. I said his name the other day. I was waiting for oh, him to Riffin. show up. Riffin? Which one? Riffin? Nope. Now I'm going to have to look while we have the next question. And it's so weird how certain people with, you know, arcs stand out to you, mm-hmm. like where you're like, you know, like certain guest stars, certain people, and you just totally don't forget them. And then others yeah. you are like, that person was on the show. Like, <laughs> it's so I bad. That. I feel terrible. But like, if I had like, a visual, I would remember it in a heartbeat. Like, I'd be like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, Christina yeah. Christina yeah. Lee, she didn't do that many episodes, <laughs> but she is like, practically in the core cast. It's like so interesting Mm -hmm. how much she stands out and how certain people you forget. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry. That's all I got, Ricky. (laughs) Thank you for that. Good day. Wow. Thank you. I hope you have a great day. You have a whole day ahead of you. I do actually. Yes. I'll be doing this now. Um, Thank you again so much for your time. I really do appreciate that. Oh my God. You got to come back when we do the deep dive into Donna. Because this is oh, the deep dive into Kelly. I will so, come back anytime. Yeah, I will want. I, I've been a fan for over 25 years now. And I, I just, it's such an honor to, to be here sitting with you and talking to you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And thank you for doing this podcast as well. Um, it's, it's awesome. Thank you. I'm so glad you like it. I love these people. So Lovely much. day. <laughs> Sarah, we'll take Sarah next. But oh my God. I mean, it Aren't it our must fans be the so, best? They, our literally fans must be are the crazy best to be you, to have people just love your work, love you, love they what you They just did. love that like, show. I mean, let's be real. They really love that show. And I get, I get why, like, like celebrities get kind of addicted to that, like, and how it would be so hard if, like, you know, you didn't ever get that because it's like, it, it, it is sort of like, it's such a nice feeling. It's better than people saying, I hate you. You suck. <laughs> I literally have to remember that actor's name. He's a super cutie. I'll think of it. I cannot think of his name. I can't. I don't know. Batty. I'll get it. I'll get it. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What? 
advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the '90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the '90s on the '90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars. Nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90s com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi. Hi. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. You don't even know. This is like, Amy, I wish that I knew I would have like looked sooner. No, you look so good. I'm in my office right now. (laughs) So the reason I wanted Sarah to come on was Mm -hmm. also to sort of analyze, like a lot of the people had questions for you, but I wanted people that could also analyze Kelly, like the good, the bad, and the ugly, like you said, Jenny. So Sarah, will you say like, what is it that you're drawn to with Kelly and what do you not like? And why do we, you know, we get mad at her, but we forgive her on the Dylan thing. Like, right. what is it? So, I mean, there's so many things. There's so <laughs> many things. There's also season one, Kelly. And then there's like every other season, Kelly. Mm-hmm. So I, I will say that there's definitely a separation there. My favorite Kelly was definitely like season two, season three, season four, because I actually... The Dylan, I'm probably talking in circles, so stop me, but the Dylan and Kelly storyline was my favorite, as I'm sure it was many other favorites. I was definitely team Kelly all the way, but I felt, and 
watching those episodes now, and I know if you guys discussed on the pod, today we would have been so upset at your character for doing something like that. But there was something about that storyline back then that I was never mad at Kelly for doing that. And I also didn't hate Brenda. So it wasn't like I was team mm-hmm. A or team B or team B or K, I should say. I just <laughs> we just saw the chemistry and the attraction and that storyline and how Kelly has flourished from season one to two. At that point, I guess it was three and how your life evolved at, from that point on. And I, I don't know, I was just rooting that storyline to me. It's still, I, I still watch it all the time on Paramount now. And that, that I think was like the peak of when people really got to know Kelly and mm-hmm. whether they hated her or not. But I mean, like, obviously they knew her a lot, like throughout, you know, all of like this, this stuff with Jackie from season one um, and all the problems, obviously that you had throughout the entire series. I mean, <laughs> Poor character. Way worse. But, yeah. I'm only doing this through but, season four right now. Really yeah, good. yeah. So it's up to season four. But I do think that there was a season one Kelly, and then there was um, Beyond that everybody really fell for. And my favorite thing about Kelly, and I'll say this, is that I think she, girls loved her and guys loved her equally. I think girls were in love with her and guys were in love with her. Mm-hmm. In, in sexual and non-sexual ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, right. We talked about that a little bit. She's a girl's yeah. girl. Definitely. Through mm-hmm. But also, but but she's also a guy's had, girl. Every, like, every guy had a crush on her, but also well, would like hang out with her and like want to like, like Steve, we were talking about volleyball at the beach with her. Yeah. You know, or just like, <laughs> and she's a loyal girlfriend and a loyal ex-girlfriend. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But right. like, that's cool. I think that's a good um, take on it because yeah. Um, being a good friend was really important to Kelly. And I don't think it mattered if it was a girl or a boy. And I don't think Kelly really led with her sexuality or her like, you know, look at me. I am the hot girl. Like she, she never really did that. So it didn't, it didn't like put people off, you know, right. like especially girls that she was, I don't know. There was like a comfortability with her. I think Mm -hmm. right, right. Mm -hmm. Like she wasn't like that villain that I think that she was like casted to be, or maybe you know that you were casted to play that Mm -hmm. season one. Mm -hmm. That Beverly Hills brat. I mean, maybe she was a little bit then, but I think as you evolved into the role, I think that she became that girl's girl where she wasn't just showing off, and she, you know, she was real, and she was just somebody that like I wanted to be friends with, like I wanted to be her. This is such a a weird topic, but it's like she's so pretty, right? Right. But she's not so pretty that you're like. I hate her. She's so pretty. Right. She's more like so pretty that you're like, I love her. She's so pretty. Do you know what right, I mean? Right. Right. <laughs> Wait, but how right. would you say it if it was the other way? Like, right. Right. Ugh, I hate her. She's so pretty. No, no, because there are those people that are like, there's a couple, <laughs> there's people in Hollywood that where they're like, they're beautiful, but there's something sort of like where you're like, mm. I don't want to hang out with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, where she's not that. Like, no, Kelly's a good that. hang. I'm a good hang. Yeah. Kelly's a good hang. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I, get it. I agree. Yeah. Uh huh. I think that's interesting. So I asked um, Jenny you, by earlier, the way. <laughs> Sarah, what would be three words you would use to describe Kelly? And luckily, so for people listening, Sarah didn't hear the beginning. So I want to know, like, from you, what would be the three words you would use to describe, to describe Kelly? Her? Um, 
So I'm going to go, I'm going to say sexy. Mm. Kelly, like those scenes with Dylan in season three, like they just say, I think, I mean. I, I never I, really saw her as sexy. Yes. Like it's very yes. hard for me to yes. see that. I'm going to say, I, I want to say that. Yeah, sexy. I want to say confident, but I, I feel like there was a vulnerability about her. Mm. So um, uh, loyal, 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 loyal. Um, I do want to say confident though, because I do think that she knew how to own who she was like mm-hmm. down the halls of West Beverly. Like she yeah. knew she was Kelly Taylor and she knew she was, you know, who her place was there. But uh, yeah, confidence. Good, I mean, I, we've seen that yeah. recently with Steve with being confident to stand up for him. And then also with John Sears being confident to go now that I know you're a pig, I'm out. Mm-hmm. It took oh, her a yeah. minute, but once she knew, yeah. she's like, bye, loser. Yeah. And I'm actually, I don't know if you're at this point, but I was watching. Um, so I'm just telling Amy, I'm like rewatching with you guys as uh-huh. you're listening um, on Paramount. And I was watching, there was a scene where you were off at the retreat with Brandon and he's with Lucinda and you're still okay. with Okay. I don't think are you are you that far? Yet. No, but okay. we're close. Okay. We're getting and we won't talk about it. Oh, we go to a retreat in Lucinda. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> we're about to watch the episode where they go skiing. We're about yeah. to talk about oh. the episode. Where okay, they go yeah, yeah. So I'm a little ahead of you. Then. You're just like barely. So, yeah. I know. I watch it when I get ready for work in the morning, and I'm just like, it's I so funny. My phone. First of all, I love when people but I watch do, it. It's yeah. like a sexiness about Kelly, like as a woman, that I could say, like, I think that she exuded, like, I don't know. There was just something so, like, I, I don't, I can't, I can't explain it. It's a no. good word. I can't believe yeah. you watch it while you're getting. I know. I mean, uh, Kelly uh, and Dylan. Kelly and Dylan together. It's like you wanted your TV to just like combust. Like, <laughs> I actually like Kelly and Dylan right now in the phase we're in. Now that they're too. sort of reunited, it's not mm-hmm. totally clear. It's very comfortable. They seem very comfortable with themselves, yeah. each other, yeah. and the relationship. Yeah, yeah. It, it it has season four gotten to that point. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. But I just. I know that there's there was like, you know, there were so many different like sides, especially I know like Amy, you were saying like your Instagram was just blowing up during the season three rewatch of all of that and team Kelly and team Brenda. And mm-hmm. it's it's I think that will forever be like the hottest storyline. People do not let that go 30 yeah. years later. I, I it's crazy to me because I again like I'm like, am I wrong for thinking there was nothing wrong with that? Like they just <laughs> totally I guess I'm wrong. I guess I'm wrong. I think say it maybe only a little bit wrong. Like it was it, bad. It was it, bad. It's messed up that she went out with her it best is. friend. It is. It is so messed boyfriend. up. But he was but, her ex-boyfriend. But when so, you write. Yeah, but then it's yeah, it's still a little It was. Great. And I would and I would never do that to a friend, especially to, I just wouldn't. But as I'm watching that, there I'm I just didn't feel like I, I know. I I don't I agree with you. I don't think that, that I would Yeah condone that now well and no. what's really weird okay so 30 mm-hmm. years later right we get like people are mad mm-hmm. mad, and they're like yeah you suck you and like they get so blurred like you're not team brenda why don't you like shannon and i'm right. always like what but here's what's so weird if we're to buy into the characters brenda is fine with it now it's like very weird like so brenda's right. out over at dylan's with you playing with the sister it's all hunky-dory so they're still mad, even though Brenda's not mad. Right, right. I would have loved, though, to see, like, what... I would love more see more meat around that. Like, how did they come to 
being able to hang mm-hmm. out together and ha- how did Brenda, what, you know, what was her emotional journey with that? M- uh, more than just like the sad wham wham stuff, but like getting to like being okay with it and becoming the friend group again. Like I just sort of have maybe confidence, I I, maybe some of the confidence. I don't know. Yeah. I actually there, think about know. that a lot too, because I, as I'm watching those scenes, I'm thinking like, if I were Brenda, mm-hmm. I could not be happy hanging out with these two right now in this big group. No way. And just seeing Kelly and Dylan all lovey and hugging. And then she's just sitting there, but she, she's making the character think that this is perfectly fine and I'm okay with it. Well, mm-hmm. but it flares up. Think about Thanksgiving. Yeah. That was like that, bitter, yes. bitter. And then, I the want, but I want to see that, you know, like when you watch yeah. the bachelor and you see the girls right. really melting down, <laughs> I, you know, I've never watched the bachelor. I watch the bachelor now this season. I'm in. Okay. What's so weird is now you're watching. Yeah. It's not even that it's good. Not even like, no, it's so bad. I can't not watch it. But uh, it's like, I want, I want to see the meltdowns with Brenda and Kelly a little bit more. Like I want to yeah. see the inner workings of like what, as women, young women, like what, how did that happen? that they came back together and how, you yeah, know. we never really got to see that. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I agree. Yeah, I think just it would have been nice the, right. to yeah. really explore the dynamics. Cause it's just like a couple episodes went by and then they're friends again. Walking <laughs> down tears, the cried a little bit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. No, I also wonder, I, uh, Sarah, we'll let you go in a second, but I also no. wonder too, like, cause when you, when you rewatch and like you get these clips on TikTok, they, that clip on TikTok of the, the walk. Remember when you have <laughs> yeah. to do the walk uh-huh. with her to find, you know, and tell her. Oh my God. My heart breaks when that I watch so that much. today. Right. So I know. maybe we've watched that so much that it's like imp- imprinted in us, but we didn't watch these all happy, happy, they're fine, they're fine as many times. So we're like, oh, that's messed up because we yeah. saw it 30 times and we've only seen them like so happy. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. That, that all that tension and all that drama really did stick out for people right. and I think stick with them yeah <laughs> a little bit <laughs> right. wait Sarah you rock we'll have you back for sure no I, I would love to talk about this all day thank you and Jenny I um I am going to 90s con and I'm very excited I told Amy I was <laughs> I was using my magic every which way I found she a way I am so I live in the city so it's a two-hour car ride I'm getting it's to only two hours from the city so, yeah, it's a Hartford, Connecticut. Wait, so, Sarah, do you have a husband? I do. Does he think you're nuts? Yes. <laughs> he, he saw my, like, des- my, like, he's like, you are really good at your job. I can't eat, like, the way I literally was, like, calling up everyone that I knew. Like, Amy, I bothered Amy. I was like, I, I would have made get- it happen, but you're I was like, I have to get to this 90s con. Well, oh my God. please say and- hello to me. Yes, well, okay. I, I need like I need like a group picture because I know you guys are all going to be there. Like, hope so. I yeah. mean, you can I, get right next to my iron and feel good about it. And, and Shannon is going to be there. I've never, mm-hmm. I, Jenny. I actually went to your book signing years ago at um Ridge in Ridgewood, New Jersey, at Bookends or something. I think that. So I've met you, I, and <laughs> that's crazy. And I, and I met Tori, but I um I've never met Shannon and. Um, and Jason, I saw like they keep adding people. Like I saw, wait, Jason's, Jason's going now. Going? He's on the website. Oh. What? And, oh my! And they god. added um, like Rebecca Gayhart now is going. Oh and my god, what? Yeah, like they're adding all these people, this and they're thing actually, is crazy. There are so many like Saved by the Bell and Full House and 
full Boy, cast. Yeah. Yeah. Charmed, yeah. charmed girl. Char- going. Uh-huh. Yes. Thank you. I see you soon. I'm going to see you in a crime, <laughs> okay. or, not crime con. 90s con. <laughs> That's your cons. other weekend. <laughs> so <Sarah laughs> oh just totally God. like revealed herself. Yeah. Don't do crime con. I promise. Okay. Bye guys. Bye. Oh, she's oh my God, funny. Jason. He is coming. I'm so excited. I'm excited for you. That's so cute. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.